Hello, my name is Brent Weinbach, and I am the host of Pointed Questions. Normally, the episodes do not have a cold open introduction like this, but it felt like this first episode needed a bit of clarification. Even though all 10 episodes of the first season of Pointed Questions are being released at the same time, the recordings actually took place over the course of several years. This initial episode was recorded in 2012, and at that time, I wasn't sure what the name of the show was going to be, so in this episode only, it's called Brent Weinbach Interviews. More significantly, the original co-host for the show, who's not really a co-host but more of an on-air associate of sorts, was comedian Tom Vrab. Tom, unfortunately, ran into some health issues and was no longer able to continue to do the show. And so his role was subsequently fulfilled by comedian Donnie Devonian. Their personalities and energies are quite different, which is why this first episode will seem a little out of place compared to the others. A few other things I'll mention now because you won't ever hear them again on the other episodes. If you like the program, please feel free to rate and review it on iTunes. If you would like to connect to the show in other ways, there is a Facebook page for Pointed Questions with Brent Weinbach, and you can also visit allthingscomedy.com. Donnie Devonian is on Twitter, at Donnie Devonian, that's D-O-N-N-Y-D-I-V-A-N-I-A-N, and for more of my work, you can visit youtube.com slash Brent Weinbach. As I mentioned before, all of the first 10 episodes of Pointed Questions are out and available, so you can feel free to check those out. And without further ado, here is episode one. Hello. <laughs> and welcome to Brent Weinbach Interviews. That's the name of the show, at least that's what it is right now. My name is Brent Weinbach. Uh, this is uh, our first episode, and the this show is about, it's basically me interviewing different people. <laughs> I, I don't know how to explain it. I don't it know why that. everything that Brent Weinbach says is funny, but it, <laughs> it is. is. Especially Did, if you know him. And I think can, that you, that... can you explain what the show is? Because okay. I, I can't, I, I don't, I, I mean, it's me interviewing, It's me. It's. me. I guess it's less of an interview and more of an interrogation. <laughs> this is, okay, this is Brent Weinbach. Uh, he comes across as a, an interrogative type person. And so this is like a different viewpoint of how interviews would probably go down. In Brent Weinbach's fashion, which is... Uh, this is just him. If you, if if you known him, there's just certain things about people that I'm interested in exploring, yeah. and so you know, listeners might be asking, oh, "Who is Brent Weinbach?" I'm a stand-up comedian. Mm -hmm. I've been doing stand-up comedy for many years, and um, and that and that's it. That's all I can say. <laughs> I, I don't, that's I don't who Brent Weinbach is. <laughs> I was, and so you know, um, a very interesting fellow, though. I mean, very interesting. That's all it is. Is a stand-up comedian. I guess people think I'm weird or whatever, <laughs> and I'm going to be interviewing different people that are interesting to me, or maybe they're not that interesting, but I'll find something interesting about them. That's the show in a nutshell. All right, absolutely. So Brent Weinbach interviews. Now, uh, today, okay, I, uh, every episode I will be joined by. Tom Frab, also a stand-up comedian. Thank you for having me. And uh, he's kind of here uh, for moral support mm -hmm. and to. Um, he knows make, I'm a good laugher. He's supposed to make me feel like I'm asking the right questions. Yes. I think. 
and that they're not too in people's face. Like, like there's, a know, more, there's an innocence to your questioning that I think people are going to realize as the episodes go on, that you don't mean any harm by your questions. They just seem so interrogatingly direct. <laughs> and uh, But it's, it's truly what you're thinking at that moment. That's the greatest thing is none of this is preconceived. I don't see any questions on any papers, and you, you just ask the most interesting, but it's what's on your mind. I, I think, Tom, you're here as good cop. Okay, good cop. Good cop, bad cop. <laughs> right. Good cop, weird cop. <laughs> so on today's episode in particular, uh, we'll be joined by uh, our guest. Our first guest is uh, also a stand-up comedian named Brad Williams. That's me. Yay, Brad. <laughs> we will be uh, talking to him about his, possibly his love life. Um, <laughs> I love that's how he opens. <laughs> and we will be talking to him about his body. His physical body. <laughs> See, as opposed to most, his emotional body. Mo- most hosts of podcasts, radios, whatever, they come in and say, Hey, man, we're here with Brad Williams. He's a uh, dwarf comedian. Hey, Brad, that's kind of weird. You're a midget, so how does that work out for you? Uh, Brent Weinbach just goes, We're going to talk to Brad about his body. And I love that about physical you, buddy. Body. Yeah. Physical body. Physical body. What yeah. else will we cover with Brad? By the way, Brad is not wearing any clothes. To make the distinction of what we talk about, <laughs> he's, a lot he's, he's laying on the he's table right now. Planking. As we speak, I am. Yeah. I'm going to point to various <laughs> parts. We're we're, we're we're playing live action uh, operation. Find out what stories we have. Um, so, okay. So, I th- what else are we going to talk about with Brad? I think just uh, we'll just talk about whatever whatever else you know. But I think that's going to be the focus. I think. Perfect. All right. So that's it. That's the intro for the show. Let's Yay. get the show started. Boom! Hit the theme song. One thing you do prepare is a theme song. That'd be great. Now, Brad, I'm, let's just get right into it. Do you mind? Uh, not at all. Let's go. Okay, so, Brad, um, in your stand-up comedy act, uh-huh. in your routine, Correct. you have a joke about being uh, a dwarf. <laughs> Now a lot of comedians are just one, and know, I cover, and that joke stretches for a good ten to hour and a yeah. half. Well, yeah, I mean a lot of a lot of comedians, you know, they say things on stage. You don't know if they're true or if they're they're you know making it up or not. Sure. How true is that? <laughs> it's. <laughs> I don't. Uh, I, I'm not able to fake it. Uh, that 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 is for sure. Because um, it's funny you say that. Because uh, I was actually just I, I saw a comedian. I I won't say his name, but he started making fat jokes on stage. Like, hey, I, I, you know, I'm 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 fat, but he didn't look fat to me. Mm-hmm. He wasn't mm-hmm. Ralphie May or Gabriel Iglesias fat. Mm-hmm. He was kind of Doug Benson fat. Where it's just kind of like, no. yeah, you're, you're not. You're slightly lazy. Yeah. I don't know if Doug Benson would appreciate that. <laughs> let's get him on the lot. Yeah, let's call Doug. Um, yeah, well, obviously that guy was making it up, you know? Right. Yeah. Whereas me, if, if I if, if I say, I, I don't feel a comic can walk on stage and say I'm a dwarf and have it be uh, not sincere. <laughs> yeah, Tom's tried to do my I act tried before. to open can I, Brad what, and steal his Let me ask you, what the, what, how do you feel about... Uh, how do you feel about the phrase "little person"? Or uh, it's it is "little yeah. person." That's what they say, right? Yeah, well, little person versus dwarf, right? Versus midget. I know what a midget is. I know that's not what you sure. are. But um, you know, versus whatever. Yeah. How do you feel about these terms? How do you personally? How do you, how do you feel about small man? <laughs> well, how see, do you feel about young boy? <laughs> young what if boy. I called you young boy. Well, but not no. not not in reference to you know as long as who you, you are as a person, but just who you are physically. And as long as you don't do it with the elm voice i'm fine with it that that might make it mm-hmm, creepy mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. 
But if I do it with my manly, deep, brooding voice, oh, well, then I called I'm, you young boy. Well, then, if I said, alleyway. Brad, this is, ladies and gentlemen, we have stand-up comedian Brad, who is a young boy comedian. <laughs> then I then I would feel, Does that feel good. I'd feel oddly feel like comforting. That? It's it's so, oddly comforting. Um, no, but how do you feel about little person? I, I, mm-hmm. How do you feel about that term? Uh, when it comes to the terms to describe, by the my way, I just want to make I just yeah. want to make a, a point that I, I know it's it seems pretty obvious to ask uh, a dwarf person dwarf questions and i don't really want to ask those questions but it just seems like well it's look, I mean, it, it, you know. it's it's like when i do this my, my stand-up i i have to talk about it immediately my first couple jokes have to be about it if i don't the audience is just sitting there like does he know you know <laughs> they, 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 they're, not, they're not quite sure so i wasn't uh, <laughs> sure until you confirmed it today on this episode yeah, absolutely so it's so it, it's perfectly fine and in in terms of the terms i'm okay with all of them i don't there's not really a, a word or term that you could tell me that it, it's going to freak me out. It's going to make me a, a, a mad or don't upset. Don't you? Don't you feel like little person is kind of demeaning? Uh, like, but D- that's what I've you, been told is the is the right word. So I'm okay. I with mean, it. dwarf to me just feels like a stronger. It feels more manly, you know. Uh-huh. Like little person sound dwarf makes me think of a big erect penis. <laughs> You know what I mean? Doesn't that make you think of a, but not even, but a big in a, a width, you know, it's, it's a, a, a very, very strong penis where a yeah. little person makes me think of a, of a, a, a young child's flaccid penis that you can just flick with your pinky. You fl- okay. flick it with your pinky and it doesn't, it doesn't, and it just flops around. It's very small. Okay. Right? Little person. Yeah. Not, no, no, not, not you, not, not you. I'm not saying you little person. I'm saying, I'm saying the, the phrase little person doesn't right. make you think of that. No, you don't agree. Don't you think no, that? No, uh, uh, I, 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 would, I would kind of go with that because little person could be something that when you you could use those words to describe uh, a flaccid child's penis uh, or like just someone that doesn't have dwarfism, which is what I have, the scientific condition of dwarfism right. or genetic condition. Of Dwarf dwarfism. is actually more of a scientific term, basically, yeah. right? I mean, so that's actually kind of more of the legitimate way sure. to describe someone with your condition is Absolutely. dwarf, right? Yes, because we uh, like I, I have achondroplastic dwarfism, and although. Uh, with popular usage, it's meant to describe like a guy with a long beard who holds a battle axe. But uh, okay, which that's, we prefer. <laughs> but by the way, not a bad stereotype. Not a bad stereotype. Right. I'm, I'm a, fine with a, that. Another manly stereotype. Exactly. You know? I get, I wield an axe. Yeah, sure. Why not? I think that's what this, this like show. Dwarf. That's what this show is really about. It's actually about manism. It's about <laughs> manly. It's about talking about you know what drives the man. Absolutely. Anyway, yeah. So so you but so you would you prefer dwarf over a little person? Yeah, but it's weird because I would actually prefer for midget over both of them. Why? And that gets me in trouble a lot with other midgets. They, <laughs> right. They, why, they, but they, why? Hey, other dwarfs. <laughs> well, why, 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 why is that? Well, because dwarf, I, I think through popular usage and through things like Snow White and Lord of the Rings, when you hear dwarf, you think of a fantastical character. Mm-hmm. You think of something that isn't of this world. Okay. Uh, but when, you, but if I say the word midget, but, a lot yeah. of, like, a, a picture of a midget pops into your head mm-hmm. when you hear it. So I, I think that I just the I best. just think of uh, Sally Field when I hear the <laughs> when I hear the word midget. I know that's you know because it sounds like Gidget. And I just I, I think of things the, the way they sound. I was wondering how like. you Those were the references doing it, but okay. Pulls out. Wow, perfect. Gidget reference. Gidget reference. I, don't, I mean, podcasting has been going on for almost seven, eight years. I don't think there's ever been a Gidget reference. Have you? Ever, would you Boom, be comfortable perfect. if I called you a Gidget? <laughs> it, it, it's new. I think it'd be a great nickname. I'd be okay with it. Sally Field is one of my favorite actresses of all time. As she should be. Mm-hmm. Very talented. Do you like her? Yeah. 
She, what's your favorite movie with her in it? Uh, it's hard to not go with Forrest Gump, uh, but she was in a, a terrible movie that I love because it's terrible. Uh, I hope you, you better not say Punchline. Uh, now i got to think of a new movie. <laughs> <laughs> they, come on, Punchline, you liked it? Loved it. They had lockers. The comedians went to the comedy club and had lockers. It's, 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 like a, it's, it's a movie. It's supposed to be fantasy. <laughs> they, it's a movie. You go to the movie to escape. Of course, there's no lockers. It's that's what we dream of. And that's why I got into lockers. comedy. I was like, because of the movie punchline. No, hopefully one day I would have a locker backstage. <laughs> yeah. I can start a comedy club tomorrow and I'll put lockers in it. Then <laughs> it's done. It comedy locker. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's actually a good idea. Boom. I'll go see comedy at the comedy locker. Comedy locker. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe you call it the comedy gym. <laughs> yeah. call the gym. Maybe just call out. it Gold Gym. Everybody <laughs> have you ever been to Gold Gym? You ever, watch, you ever watch men work out at Gold's Gym? I have not. It's very funny. I, I, I've, I've been to Gold's Gym. and uh, I, Do you work out? I, I do. And how, how often do you work out? I work out about twice a week. What do you work on? Uh, mostly upper body. What's the buffest dwarf you've ever seen? Uh, Who's the buffest dwarf? Scaramonaloo. So you, do you know him personally? Yeah, Scaramonaloo. Do you know, do you, is there a network of dwarves that you yes. know? Yes. How do you know these people? We literally all know each other. Is there, are there dwarf conventions? <laughs> there are. Tell me about those. Okay. Uh, <laughs> first, I'll, I'll, I'll backtrack like two questions and I'll get to the dwarf conventions. Yeah, please. Uh, Monalu is from Turkey. He actually competed in the Olympics as a Olympic power lifter. Not in the Special Olympics. He was in like the oh, wow. regular Olympics, normal people Olympics. That shouldn't have surprised me. He, by the way. I feel he, so he, bad right he now. He competed yeah. in the normal Olympics. Yeah, and he was a weightlifter and he could clean and jerk. I think it was like somewhere around... 392 pounds. Did you just say clean and jerk? Yes. That's the... Uh, those are technical terms. Yeah. Right? Sure, 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 sure. Okay. Right, yeah. right. So, that, so that, that was that question. And, uh, and and can he beat up Tom? Yes, absolutely. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, that well, that's not saying much. Brad can beat the crap out of him. Sure. I, I think have, he can beat us all up. I, I have a niche that could take out Tom. Oh, yeah. I bet you, could, be, you could probably beat me in an arm wrestle, I'm sure. Well, I'm a weak boy. Well, the thing is, is you have longer arms, and that's more torque. Oh, I guess so. And then, yeah. like, I have smaller arms, less torque. I mean... Have you ever tried to arm wrestle a normal-sized person? Yeah. Is it offensive for me to refer to people as normal size? It's fine. Do, will other dwarfs be offended? Yes. <laughs> they will. Okay. So how do you... How they, you will, they will pick at your podcast. How do you refer, uh, how do you refer to uh, someone who's not a dwarf? Reachers. You call them reachers? reachers. <laughs> Is that the equivalent of honky or whatever? Is that... <laughs> That's that's like our yeah that's our slur. What's for the scientific term for a, a average size? Oh, an average size person. Yeah, they so say not, average size. Okay, wouldn't isn't normal kind of a synonym for for average? I would say so. That's why I'm not offended by uh -huh. it. But uh, and a lot of a lot of dwarves are offended by you though. Yes, uh -huh. they do not like me. <laughs> and why why did they not like you? I know there's a lot of questions here, but sure, it's fine. Um, because because I say the word midget in my act freely, and uh, they and don't... that's basically like the N word for for them, right? Oh, it's the that, M, it's that's the what they claim. It's the, it's the M word. Yeah, that's what they claim. I don't subscribe to that belief. You, have because... you made a joke yet about yes. instead of saying midget, saying midja? Uh, no, I believe midja. I, I believe midja. That specific joke is actually Nick Novicki's joke. Okay, good, uh, Nick, good. Nick Novicki is another we'll, we'll, comedian. We'll edit it from this recording. <laughs> <laughs> but uh I have but yeah I do talk about that I have I have a joke on my album where I discuss why 
I have this feeling and why other midgets hate the word. Um, but you, you, you like it because it's a more familiar term yeah. and it sort of makes sense. It's it like makes kind sense. Of, yeah. It almost sounds French. Like, my friend, he's a midget. You know, mm-hmm, like, like, mm-hmm. like this, it sounds nice. It's classy. You're yeah. saying it's, there's a classiness to it. You can mm-hmm. say it. It's with, an elevated, it brings you to an elevated status. You can say it with your pinky up. Uh-huh. You know, and it just kind of makes sense. And uh, you with your pinky up, flicking a little child's <laughs> penis, classic penis, right? <laughs> right, young called, boy. That's right? called a callback, son. Young boy. Uh, yes, you you can absolutely do that. And uh, there there are dwarf conventions. Um, there's there's one sort of big one every year that's in the summer. That is the national convention. That's where all the dwarves from all over the country come to one hotel, scare the fuck out of anyone who's just staying there on a nor- on a normal vacation. <laughs> and uh, we we meet. There's uh, there's uh, meetings. There's workshops. Uh, there's a clothing exchange. What are some of the workshops? Well, like workshops is good question. Tom. Yeah, thank you. Pete, Pete, uh, do they work? Yeah, do you work on being a better dwarf? I mean, how does, <laughs> yes. What does that? How does? What does that entail? Yeah, exactly. Well, like there are certain challenges that uh, many dwarfs go through, and then so there's workshops that kind of brainstorm and get through these challenges. It's, it, like if people have questions about dating, if they have questions about uh, where's how could I how do I fix my car so I can drive? Where's the best place to find clothes? Uh, things thing. How do I wipe my ass? Because now my arms can't reach that so just, far. They, they, the workshops are about. Doing Doing everyday thing, tasks sure. and, and things, um, and they work on better ways to do those things. Yes, you know, living with this condition. Yes, uh-huh. and then if if anyone has questions, like I'm going to high school now, what should I be doing anything differently as, as to the, my other uh, reacher students? So it's all age. Yeah, yeah, and and yeah. because you're a, and because you're a stand-up comedian, are you a celebrated speaker at these conventions sometimes? Uh, when or- I when I talk, there's two groups. There's one group that. Uh, loves me and thinks um, uh, that I have a great attitude and that's something that they should uh, apply themselves to. And then there's the group that thinks that I should die. <laughs> they, and, they, and you speak to those there's groups. There's no yes. medium, Greg. You yes. speak to the group that thinks you should die. I do. Really? Uh, what, do you I, say, I, what do you say to that group? Please, I, I should s- not die. <laughs> well, I just tell them to lighten up because they tell... Uh, they are very concerned with the public image of dwarves and how we're how we're portrayed in the media and how like they, they try to ban things like midget tossing and they they don't think midgets should be playing elves on TV and like everything offends them and that uh, that bugs me because it's, it's like they're they're spending so much time of their lives being offended. They don't have any time for anything else because they're always pissed off about something. Right. So that so and they're not embracing something that they can yeah. embrace. I guess. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, I don't mind playing an elf. It gets me a lot of work around this time of year. <laughs> sure. It, it's cool. And do you, have you played an elf a lot of times? Sure. Uh, I've been playing. An elf what do you think is the? Movies. What do you think is the most? What do you think? Uh, another dwarf who doesn't like you would mm-hmm. think is the most demeaning thing you've done. As, oh, a, as, wow. a, as a as a as a little person, <laughs> uh, the most demeaning thing or whatever you I've know what I mean? done. Well, probably saying, you know, yeah. Probably at the end of my shows, that might be they, they, they might think that's demeaning. What do you do? You get naked? Yeah, he pretty much. Does, yeah. Yeah. You show your penis? I uh, no, I've only done that once on stage. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was amusing. And uh, and yeah, yeah. It, I, I why did you? Sh- how come you only did it once? And why? <laughs> uh, I got I got a heckler. During one of my shows, oh, and they wanted to know what uh, a dwarf penis looked like. Yeah, and they 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 were saying because I guess I, his girl kind of liked me or had a she she had ex, she had she had yelled out to the audience that she had interest in having sex with a midget. 
and oh. I I was pursuing this open opportunity. Yes, because I hear that and I go, oh, well, that's a door that's already let's put open. These jokes away from yeah. Now. Let's walk through the door over Pursue here. This avenue and didn't know that she had a boyfriend. The way no. she was talking, and now so he was kind of getting mad at me. Like I bet you can't satisfy her. I bet you don't have any balls. Oh, but so I said, you know what? I've got balls, and I took them out on stage. Just uh, the balls or the penis ju- too? Just the balls. Just the balls. Because oh, I have okay. I have very large, low hanging balls. Nice. A lot of it's people ki- do. It's nice. kind of many people do. Kind of shocking. Mine fluctuate. Go on. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so I did that, and actually this was on stage at the Hollywood Improv. It seems like a lot of our crazy stories happen <laughs> yeah. here. When when that happened uh an, an, another comedian by the name of gene pompa uh ran up on stage and showed his balls as well and nice. was uh, he so wearing a lovely hat he was yes. and so we so we he were was all, wearing a lovely hat on the balls always <laughs> yes. wears a lovely hat. well because he normally wears a fedora he also had a fedora for his balls yep mm-hmm. it, it, it that doesn't surprise me very that. very classic i don't think that would surprise anybody not, not, not really very so uh yeah and, and and we both flashed this heckler and the crowd went nuts it was great wait wait what about the penis though Oh, we. You, oh, you didn't actually in. show your penis. No, because I'm a grower, not a oh, shower. I thought you said you showed your penis. Well, ditto. No. Okay. Well, I was. I was I, listening. I, I, was, I showed I wanted, my genitalia. I, I wouldn't even ask if I just knew it was only the balls. I wouldn't have even asked. <laughs> I was looking for a, a true penis story here. Perfect. Uh, all right. Well, here's the thing. Um, did you end up uh, making headway with this this woman in the no, audience? No, no, I did not. Uh, but you do meet a lot of women at these shows. I do. Thankfully, uh, many women that come to my shows have a bucket list, and I'm more than happy to satisfy. I love Is that, that you something appreciate that, this. I do. Thankfully, yeah. Thankfully, I do. Is that something that you? That only started happening when you started doing stand-up comedy, or were you were women interested in you because of the the weird, you know, no, it was it, an experience it, or something like that before stand-up comedy? It definitely happened after stand-up, and and I think the reason why is just because I was more comfortable talking. I, I, I was more confident mm-hmm. after being on stage and knowing that I can. Were make you not laugh. confident before comedy? No, no, no. no you were shy. No. Uh, not exactly shy, but just not confident. Certainly not confident with women. Just sort of like the typical class clown where i would just try to make people laugh in terms of i try to get attention that way because i was getting because if i didn't i felt i was getting negative attention because the whole dwarfism thing people would be staring making comments making jokes so i thought okay well i'll make jokes first and then they won't have anything to say about me so before stand-up comedy you weren't um as active sexually no not at all i didn't even lose my virginity until i was 20 were you doing comedy by then uh i was doing i started doing comedy when i was 19 so So you you lost your virginity from comedy yeah, it kind of led to it. Really, <laughs> it was great. Was it? Was it a? a well, actually, no, was it wasn't. another dwarf? Or was uh, it, uh, yeah, it, 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 so you it lost was your virginity dwarf. to a dwarf. Yes. Do I you did. prefer dwarves or do you prefer average sized women? Uh, I prefer sex with average sized women. Why? Um, more of is them. Is it because? Is it because? <laughs> There's more. It's more of an adventure. Is it also involved. because yeah. of TV and film has conditioned you to sort of think that's what? you're supposed to be attracted to or is it because the- that could be uh that, that that could that could very well be but i'm i'm definitely attracted to dwarf women i think dwarf women are very beautiful very sexy but there's come a time in the more recent years where um now that i've had sex with average sized women i've had relations with them that when i go back to have relations with dwarves it it, it brings up Negative connotations of I'm having sex with a very young girl, 
because they're because because everything's small, and that's not mm. cool with me. <laughs> so, so you mean it, having sexual intercourse mm-hmm. with a dwarf woman yes. makes you feel like you're having sex with a child? Yes, even though you have those childlike features too. Absolutely, yes. And, and I and, mean, so and, does that make you creeped out when you masturbate? <laughs> well, I think. <laughs> I mean, do you feel like you're? Str- <laughs> Do you feel like do you're I, playing with a little do, boy? Do I feel you, you like, feel like you're playing with a, You feel like you're flicking a, a child's <laughs> flaccid penis when you're like masturbating. By the way, myself. weirdest callback ever. Yeah. Just keeps continuing. Like it's the worst callback, but we keep going. Child's <laughs> penis flicking with my penis. I would think it's Probably one of the better the ones. Callback. Yeah, one of the better ones. Um, I, I, I don't think anyone is. Over are you comfortable com- when they masturbate? Well, uh, well, no, I, I. Are you? I, but Brad, you always look. Well, weird. I don't. I don't but masturbate. I was neutered when I was quite young, and I don't have <laughs> sexual feelings at all. That but, would explain but, many things. Yeah, it would. But <laughs> the thing is, is when you masturbate, are you do do you don't feel that same way though? You don't feel like no. oh, I have a small body and I and now no, it's no, like no. a boy. But you do no. feel that way about other d- dwarf women. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's and I know dwarf, and dwarf I know it's hypocritical. I know it's kind of. Like I, sh- I shouldn't have that, but I, it, it's it's true. I can't avoid it. Is it because you experienced with uh, the average size women so much that you kind of, when you went back, it was like it was really I hard think to... that has something to do with. Yeah. It. So you've you've so a surplus. Yeah, you've been with more average size women than you have with adored yes. women. Uh-huh. Yes. Is it fun. harder to make? Love to a, um, a a dwarf woman or a, a, a uh, average size woman. Is does your equal size with the dwarf woman make it easier, or is it somehow the, harder? Do you do you mean the actual act of sex, or the act of convincing them that sex with me is a good idea? I mean just kissing them. <laughs> on, I just mean kissing on the lips. I just uh, mean French kissing. Yeah, French kissing is definitely easier with a dwarf. Um, no, but is definitely uh, harder no, with a tall woman. Is the actual the act of it, the full on act, is that mm-hmm. harder? Um, it, it's weird. Uh, some is it harder with that, or is it cer- cer- certain positions work better with a dwarf? Certain positions work better with a tall. With, uh, with let the, let me ask you this: Actually, what, do you yeah. consider yourself dominant? A do- in sexually, are you dominant or submissive? Uh, I'm definitely dominant, and that's so. Is that do you feel? Are you still able to feel dominant with an average sized woman? Yes, and I think one of the reasons why is because um, I can do dominant things in the bedroom and the advertised woman is okay with it because with, with, with me i'm not a threat uh-huh. like so it, you're not a threat physically yes. so much even though i'm sure you could beat up a woman pretty hard i'm sure yeah. i'm sure you've done that i'm sure you've done that brad i'm many sure you've beat up many women many times. but have you ever um but, but i guess okay so i guess there's you can so do you think you you, you can actually be extra dominant uh, yeah i guess vocally or, or whatever vocally because physically in the bedroom just because when i do that sort of thing uh-huh. with a woman the woman's like yeah he's doing this to me now and i and i, and I wouldn't let most guys do this to me but at the same time it's kind of cute if i yeah it's cute and if it gets too far i could take him it's kind of like <laughs> when um a fifth grader i was substitute teaching wanted to beat me up basically mm-hmm. right or yeah, he, was, like, he was he was he 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 was stepping up to me like he was about to fight me sure and he it was up to my waist his head reached my waist right and um and i thought it was kind of cute that he was th- he was actually it trying was. to intimidate me, now if you're on the street and a guy who's six foot five and looks like he could be a bouncer at the lotus room or whatever yeah. like then if if he does that to you then that's a little that's interesting then, then that's so, a so it's, it's, it actually makes it so you can actually be more dominant you know yeah yeah it's, it's interesting it, it is and i'm shocked at some of this stuff i get away with <laughs> What, what, have you, what have you got away with? I've, I've, I've robbed many liquor stores. <laughs> yeah. Had nothing to do with it right. sexually. I was just having sex with a girl. I'm right. like, I can do this. You, you, yeah, you could, you could be dominant <laughs> in other places outside of the bedroom and still get away with stuff. Give me all yeah. your money. I, yeah. I, I, I can. Okay, so are you not able to be as dominant with a dwarf woman then? 
Uh, yeah, absolutely, absolutely right. Because at that point, we're equals, and the novelty. What if she's taller than you, though? Uh, I'm pretty tall for a dwarf. There's not that many dwarf women that are taller than me. So you're um, like the tallest dwarf. You're, um, what are you, six, you're six two, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, the tallest uh, yeah. dwarf. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the tallest dwarf is yeah. six two. Uh, I'm four foot four, and there's not a lot of dwarves taller than me. When when you get a woman who's taller than me, most of the time they're just they're just a Mexican. Right. Well, that's. I was going to say that. Barely. <laughs> just barely Mexican. Yeah. When sometimes women are real short. You know? Yeah. And does that does that make you feel a connection to them because they're short and they're sure. average size that they're technically average. Right. Size? Right. Right. Yeah. Like five, like five foot to five something two. Something like that. Something yeah. like that. Yeah. Sometimes it, they're even shorter than that. Yeah. No. Like there's uh, certainly there's this older woman who's like four foot eight who's just like a, a tiny chinese woman in, in my town but and you yeah. just gaga for her absolutely <laughs> in your hometown you say yeah uh-huh. yeah uh but no it, it it does make me feel a little more comfortable it feels like i do have something sort of in common with them and uh i don't feel that people would be staring as much like because i've dated like a six foot tall woman before yeah, oh, wow, and, yeah yeah and that was always really interesting like just the the stairs we would get people would constantly be looking around they would think that they were on a hidden camera show because no way would this be happening you never have a fantasy of being um kind of cradled by a, a bigger woman <laughs> and just sort of really playing a sort of you know a submissive role in that way and being mothered in a way <laughs> you, have you ever had that fantasy have you ever messed around in the bedroom have you ever in a dominant way mm-hmm. uh let a girl cradle you <laughs> have you ever told her listen you better- bitch, bitch, bitch better cradle my ass hey burp me bitch burp me. <laughs> Actually, have you ever had someone burp you? <laughs> no. In the context of the bedroom? In the bedroom In the context of the bedroom, yeah. But you've never <laughs> been cradled? No. Um, and Do you want to be cradled? No, not at all. You don't want to be cradled? Not at all. Why not? You don't want a mother? I, I think... You have a mother. I got one of those. You, are, your, are, your, are your parents dwarves? No. Uh, they're, they're, they're both tall. Uh-huh. And, uh-huh. You, have, you have siblings, right? Yeah, I have uh, one sister, and, she, and she's tall as well. Huh. Yeah. So yeah, it was. I'm the black. Is she? Is she? Was she? Is she older than you or younger? Yeah, older than me. Okay, so you were her little brother, regardless. (laughs) Pretty much, yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, but the thing that was weird that when I was born is, uh, is that when I was born, my dad did not believe that uh, he was the father of me. So like when I came out, he looked down, saw this. I mean, basically, when I'm born, dwarves aren't born like super tiny. We're born more or less the same size as mm-hmm. average size babies. Yeah. But my head was about the same size as it is now. Oh, really? Like, so, when I was so, born, so babies' heads, I mean, dwarf babies' heads are are bigger than you normal. It, it's like giving birth to a lollipop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, right. Because because they everyone licks you <laughs> yes. when you come out. Yes. They lick all the they the, all take the juices the juices off. They it's lick it tradition. off. Tradition. Yeah. Dwarf 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 newborn dwarf juices cure cancer. Sure. So yeah. and and, I think, and then I think and and there that. is like um there's a tootsie roll inside of <laughs> inside of you at one yes. point, right? Yes. I, I think there's a tootsie roll inside of all of us at one point, and we <laughs> squeeze it out. You know, yeah. by the end of the, end of the day, or maybe Absolutely. the morning, depending on your schedule. Yeah. That's, you know? be- that's beautiful. Brad. How many licks does it take to get to the center <laughs> of Brad Williams? Yeah. Uh, three. <laughs> really? Th- three licks, and then yeah. we get to, to your center. Uh, yeah, I'm very delicate. Who did it? Mm-hmm. The owl or the turtle? Which one was it? Turtle. You, ah. you prefer the turtle. Mm-hmm. Why? Why do you prefer the turtle over the owl? Slower. 
Oh, you get the more sensual. Yeah. Right. Take, plus, take yeah, plus the owl, he's too much of a brainiac. He's too much in his head. Yeah. You know? He's, Overthinking yeah. everything. Yeah. yeah. Just, just let it happen. Yeah. yeah. He doesn't, uh, yeah. So, okay. <laughs> so, yeah, when I was born, uh, my dad uh, looked at the human lollipop that his, uh, that his wife just gave birth to and said, that's not my child. And uh, they, wow. they had to do, they had to do a DNA test. Really? Yeah, to find out. Like, wow. like, this, like this is, pre Mori Povich. But like, you were also black when you came out, too. Right? So that <laughs> yeah. was confusing for everybody. Sure. <laughs> Your parents were black. There's two right. layers, yeah. Until the operation. Absolutely. Until the operation. <laughs> what operation would you get? You could become white. Yeah. <laughs> you, 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 you haven't heard about that? So, um, did you. Uh, you have a good relationship with parents, or not? Yeah, great. Yeah, yeah good relationship. Do they like your, your stuff, what mm-hmm. you do? Yeah, yeah. Uh, do, they, they, they like do they like hearing stories about you taking your balls out in public? Things like that. <laughs> uh, like, like, do they like hearing you claim that you've taken your penis out in public, sure. but it actually only was your balls? <laughs> <laughs> uh, they raised a liar. Uh, <laughs> you know what? They support my stand-up shows. They don't listen to the podcasts too much. They don't listen to my podcast. But uh, I mean, do they know about your sexual endeavors? Uh, no, they don't want to. Know. Would you consider yourself a sex addict? Not a six. Well, I think all guys are in that word, or most guys are. I mean, I know you were castrated, so it's yes. tough. But uh, I wasn't castrated. I was neutered. 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 Oh, I'm sorry. I can okay. draw a diagram. That's like that's like that's like somebody calling you a, a midget. Oh, okay. So, so it's just like two different. I mean, things. actually, to be honest, I don't care that much. But it's just that other people who are ca- <laughs> neutered, they, they get they get mad at me when I say castrated, something like that. All right, gotcha. Uh, but I, I think most guys are are biologically addicted to sex where we're just like when if it's we're always sort of searching for it and maybe not that aggressively but we're always open to the possibility that sex could happen we're always kind of on alert and if anyone sort of shows us any any, any signs that sex is possible we definitely like take a second thought so i think in that way i'm addicted to sex sure Uh (laughs) uh-huh you have a girlfriend right now no i don't Mm mm-hmm yeah. You were engaged to somebody, though, weren't you? Kind of very, very close. It was. And she was a dwarf. Yeah, uh, oh. she was going to move in. Uh, she was going to move in with me, and then the. When's the longest relationship you ever had? Was it a dwarf or? Dwarf um, girl. It was what? Yeah, dwarf girl. And it's so, do you feel years. like, for as far as long term things go, you connect better to a, a dwarf? It, so far in my history, yes, that has been true. And, and, uh, and that's just because you're a dwarf, and uh, that's something that you emotionally connect on. Yeah, I, I think it's just a connection. Also, it may have something to do with the fact that every dwarf I've dated has been a long-distance relationship. And when you're in a long-distance relationship, it's harder it's harder to break up because you don't have that opportunity to. Like, every phone call you have is, like, that special phone call that you have to <laughs> cherish and, like, yeah. make worthwhile and make worth the time. So you don't really get to that point it's sort of tough to get there so i think that's why some longest relationships last longer than they should when's the longest relationship you had that was with an average size woman uh year and two months and and, and what was the dwarf one what was the two long- years two years yeah so it wasn't that much longer yeah it, it wasn't that much longer and the, the whole dwarf one ended because uh I, I i invited her to move in with me she agreed and then the day uh, the day of her flight to move in, she called me up and said, I can't do it. <laughs> so that I have was a question. Fun. Why do dwarves all look like they're from the same family? Don't answer that question. We're going <laughs> to take a break. Okay? We're going to take a break. All right? And then we'll come back and find out why that is on Brent Weinbach interviews. <laughs> We're back with, uh, with Brad. Back with Brad. Mm-hmm. 
What if that was the name of the podcast? Back with Brad. We always yeah. had to have a guest named Brad. <laughs> yeah, or just it was always Brad Williams, and I just asked him about dwarfism. The whole time. <laughs> just, it was just, just it was like the every week, premier, every question. Wait, are possible. there any dwarf podcasts uh, other than mine? I don't think so. What is what is yours? But yours uh, isn't based around. No, no, it's not based. Right? No, no. I mean, like, uh, are there any? You know how you that you said there's dwarf conventions. Are there sure. any dwarf centric? Podcasts that are about, or radio shows that are about, you know, uh, you know, workshops and things, or I, just dwarf events and things like that, or whatever. I don't think so. Dwarf happenings. I was not made aware of them. If the, if there are, who's uh, the most celebrated dwarf? And well, right now it's definitely Pete, Peter Dinklage. Oh he, sure, okay, he is yeah. king. Was Willow ever big? Hell yeah, War, uh, Warwick Davis. Warwick Davis, yeah, yeah, it's just it's still is. Did you did you look watch the movie Willow and say, think that you that was that inspir- inspiring at all? Oh, well, it, it, it was inspiring, but at the same time, um, did it make you think you could of, do magic? Well, no, because I was actually they called me to be in the movie like. I had an audition. Is that true? Yeah, and it was down between me and two other guys for the part of Willow's son. And wow. it and it went to obviously the guy who it went to. Uh I think his name is Mark. And uh yeah, so I would watch the movie and he, he, even though I was only like 5 or 6 years old, it, it, it I was still conscious of the fact that that should have been me. Like yeah. I that uh-huh. sh- that should have been me. I mean, so, look Brad, you think you're such a big shot. I audi- sure. I auditioned for Child's Play. You yeah. did? Yeah, to play Chucky, the doll. And I didn't get it. Went to I, wasn't, I wasn't plastic enough for them. No, I really actually did audition for the the kid actually to be in it. They wanted oh, really? me to say the B word and the SH word, mm-hmm. uh, and I didn't feel comfortable saying those words. Oh, really? Uh, and so uh, I think that's what. Well, I mean, that's <laughs> probably not the only reason. Also, probably because I I vomited before I went, went <laughs> well, to the audition. But that, that does. Put it. But uh, and it was red too. The vomit was red because ah, I, I ate uh, the juju fruits. But um, so. <laughs> Going back to uh, okay, so why I asked you before the break why um, mm-hmm. dwarves look like they're from the same family? What I yeah. mean by that is uh, there is there are a lot of similar features, and they sure. that, that there's the, that can make people look similar to each yeah. other. Well, like familial. Yeah, for me, um, uh, I have. Would you agree with that? Yeah, no, yeah. absolutely. I'm not like offended by that at all. Uh, I have what's called a chondroplastic would, dwarfism. Would, time out, real quick. Would someone else be offended by that? No, I don't. Okay. I don't think so. Right. Hope not. Um, <laughs> I have a chondroplastic dwarfism. That's the most common type, and uh, and there's certainly certain physical characteristics that uh, characterize a chondroplastic dwarfism. For instance, I have a I have a big head, a large forehead, and uh, a collapsed nose bridge, small arms, small legs, and uh, a big ass. <laughs> and that's like and, and that's char- called what? That's called achondroplasia. 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 Yes, correct. Acon and but acon for short. Yeah, they just call it acon. Yeah. Huh. So the so the rapper was very confusing to us. Sure, sure. Because <laughs> we're yeah. like, Acon! oh, yeah. Because like a rapper oh, named yeah. Acon, this is awesome. He's thought, one of us. He thought he was gonna be a dwarf. Yeah. And then we look at him and say, I wanna make love, and he, and he kind of even had a squeaky voice. So oh, we thought like, all right, there's hope. Yeah. yeah. Like I wanna make you guys love, right now, Yeah. We thought yeah. it'd be great, and then it turns out it's a large black man. Uh, <laughs> do dwarf black man be dwarf, taking dwarf jobs? Could have been. Do dwarf uh, rappers perform at the dwarf conventions? <laughs> I've never seen a dwarf rapper. You've never seen a dwarf rapper? I've seen dwarf strippers. I've seen dwarf comedians. If obviously. comedy doesn't work out for you, could you go into that field knowing that? Do you like rap music? I do. I think I could. I think you should do it. You can write rhymes. Yeah. So, Akon, a- <laughs> one more time. What's the full word? Akon, what? Achondroplasia. 
achondroplasia. Yeah, that's the most common type. Of and that's and that's okay. And then and now, okay, now what are the other types? There's how many other types are there? Over a hundred. Wow. Okay. What are the other main types? And uh, how many other main types are there actually? Like maybe like four or five. There's a uh, pseudochondroplasia. Which is like um, people who aren't actually dwarves; they just pretend to be. Just faking it. They're just, yeah, just ba- faking yeah. it. They're faking it. So yeah. Akon based, is technically a pseudo. Yeah, based Akon, on, right? I mean, based on the prefix, you would think that. Yeah. Uh, they're the ones who, um, you know, they say they're dwarf in their stand-up comedy act, but they actually aren't, <laughs> and they might even look it, but they aren't actually. They're just that is they're just pseudo. Correct. They're pseudo pseudo Akon. Absolutely correct. Uh, there's that. There's a type called uh, SED. Wait, why is it called pseudo though? Because um, it's like you think it's it's Akon, but it's not. Yeah, but well, it's something else. Though. Well, what's funny is a lot of pseudochondroplastic uh, dwarfs they don't know that they're dwarves until they they're about four or five years old, because they they uh. pretty much every, every, everything looks pretty normal, and then about five or six. You mean average? Yeah, you're right. Everything looks average. <laughs> <laughs> and then around five or six, they start developing different uh, body characteristics that uh, that you're like, okay, that's not. That's not normal. Like that's not average. That's not right. Like the low uh-huh. hanging balls. Yeah, like the low hanging right. balls. Or like, is that no, just a Brad character? No, <laughs> those balls are way too low. Okay. Uh, so you got that. Um, What's the other ones? Hypochondroplasia, which is just this, but they're just worried. They're worried that they're going to be a dwarf the whole time. <laughs> yeah, right? it's super. N- yeah, they're, not psyched they're taller. They're, they're like like, always going to the therapist saying, "I think I am, I'm a dwarf." <laughs> I just think no, but they're taller. Yeah, okay. they're like they're between four six and four eight most times, which is like oh, wow. huge when it comes yeah, to dwarfism. Yeah. That's huge. And are they? I I don't understand. Like, mm-hmm. but they still look like a dwarf. Yeah, but just not as much. Like they have the Acon features, but it's just not as much. I, 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 I if you saw pictures of it, you it's think, not so common though. No, uh, it's, it's not. It's not as common. As pretty much play, every though. dwarf you see is pretty much your style. Most of them, yeah. yeah. Like uh, I'm trying to think of famous. Yeah, and me, be- me and like Peter Dinklage and Wee Man are all eight, are all Acondroplastic. Sure, guys. sure. And then uh, how about that girl from Total Recall? Oh, she's actually pseudochondroplasia. Is she? Yeah. Interesting. That's that's what that's that's it, it, and, and what are the defining characteristics of pseudo? Fuck, I wish I knew. Um, it's weird. It's like I know, but I don't know really. Uh, it, it's just it's, a feeling that you get from them. I, it, <laughs> it's a vibe. It's kind. It's kind of like I forgot whose definition of pornography. I think it was like in the forties or fifties, where they said, I, "I can't tell you what it is, but I know it. But I know it when I see it." You watch um, dwarf <laughs> porn? No, I, my life is a dwarf porn. Sure. Like, uh, like I, I just look in the mirror. I go, hey, dwarf porn. I thought you meant you filmed every sexual act <laughs> that you did, yeah. no matter what. Or that, yeah, pretty like, much. Dwarf porn. Or right. that, you, even when it's not sexually related, that mm-hmm. you videotape that and you upload it to p- dwarf porn sites, and men <laughs> who are into that or women, sure. they masturbate to it. Oh, Absolutely. He's, he's or whatever. Milk. He's buying milk at the store. Yeah. Like, oh my God! There's so much. Look milk. at his little head. Oh, my God. <laughs> he's just, you know, he's oh, he's picking up a full gallon. Oh, my God. <laughs> Brad. Pretty much. Pretty, Pretty much. much. Yeah. I, I, I'm sure there's some weird fetishes about that, too. Scary. Um, <laughs> you, uh, do you still... Do you, what kind of car do you, you... Do you still drive a Mini Cooper? Yes, I do. And did you get a Mini Cooper because <laughs> because you're a dwarf? Or was that just a coincidence? I mean, that, why, why did you do that? That's the thing. Is, 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 is that like a joke? Is, is people are like, oh, you, you, you did it because you're a dwarf, right? It's like, no, I did it because it, it fucking fits. It's a great car. No, so it is because you're a dwarf. But Yeah, but it, it fits. It's a great car. It gets good gas mileage. Wait, what do you mean powerful? it fits? It fits your body type or it fits... It just fits... I can reach stuff in it. 
It's not right. like so things are kind of smaller in, in a Mini Cooper. Well, yeah, it's more it's more compact. Uh, I mean, I guess you can make the so same argument. So you did like, get it because you're a dwarf. Yes, yes, that, because it is a smaller car. Yeah, that because I, I I like that when I get out of it, someone always looks down and goes, "I knew it." You know, just like <laughs> something like that was me on that. like every road trip. Right, stuff that we, <laughs> I course, knew it. Of course, he drives a Mini Cooper. But you still had to. You still have to use the spe- uh, thing for it. You, it's still built for you, though. Yeah, too, right? uh, I had to make some adjustments to the pedals so I can drive it, which right. is really cool in L.A. Because when when when, when I pull up to valets, like you guys have to have you guys oh. have to have a valet drive your car, which is always a little creepy. I always thought like some guy. Getting I your hate car. it. I hate it. Yeah, I hate some guy's smelly butt has to be put on my seat. Right, and then, I don't want his sweaty butt then, on there. And then he then he adjusts your mirrors and your seat settings and all that jazz. Me, I just I pull up, I show him the pedals, and they go, uh, "No, you park it." And I don't know why I did a middle, like, oh, really? like, like, like an Indian accent. I don't know why I did that, but I just did. You're just trying to make everybody hate you. Yeah, sure. Why not? Yeah, yeah you know, right now only midgets hate me. Let's <laughs> kind of expand. Let's cover something uh, else. Do you think more India has a billion people? Yeah. Let's, yeah, let's get, let's get them it. against me. What about like dwarf Indians? <laughs> I, they I strangely know. they love you. Oh, They're man. your biggest. Fans. I know a couple. What, what? Who? Do you think you have more dwarf fans than not? Like, is there more dwarf fans that that? Uh, than dwarf people who hate you, or is it most? What? Most of the ones that hate me, I, I've found, have never actually seen my act. They have just heard about it, or they hear I'm a stand-up comedian, and they just sort of assume the worst. Most uh, little people who see my act go, "Oh, okay, that's not what I thought." And it's and I, I'm not going up there just being like, "I'm a midget." Isn't that weird? <laughs> like that's not. How, did, how did the phrase? Yeah, it, it's it's not an it's not an hour of me going. Yeah. I could take a bath in a thimble. You know, it's it's not. It's, <laughs> <laughs> that was your ender for a while. Though, you have to admit, it. and that was a good, great, great closer. Solid, cliche, solid, so closer. solid, so solid. <laughs> do, you, do you haven't? Um, you, you've 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 been naked in public, as you've mentioned. <laughs> Yes, I have. Have yes. you have you done sexual things in public? Uh, yeah, yeah, I have. Um, like, do you mean like in front in front of a large crowd? In, in front of, of anybody? Well, okay, in front of a large crowd. Let's start with the large crowd. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I, I, I've never been in the middle of a baseball stadium going at it, going. I'm on the jumbotron. No, that, that like that's never happened. You never had sexual intercourse at the Playboy Mansion in front of people. Well, I did do that. <laughs> Good guess, by the way. What? Did you know what? That? Wow. Well, let's pop in this tape been, and watch I've been, it. I've been watching you, Brad. Yeah. I've been watching you. The thing is, in, in, in Brent's voice, I believe him. Yeah. 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 I've been watching you. You're a young boy. I just want to flick that little flaccid young boy's penis. That's going to be the advertisement for your podcast. They're just going to take a little sound bite out that was the last 10 seconds and be like, Brent Weinbach's interviews. It's featuring like small flaccid penises. Boys, flaccid penises. <laughs> but watching that young penis of yours. I'm watching it grow. At first, I thought it was I thought it was regular. I thought it was, it was yeah. an acon. I thought it was pseudo at first. <laughs> but then as it grew and grew, I knew this was full-on acon. I am a grower, way. not a shower. You got that full acon. That's true. You got that acon dick. Yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> right, nah, nah, nah. <laughs> uh, no, I've, I've done, but I've I've done a few things in public. Sure. Uh, you, is it easy to pick up women because you're a dwarf? Uh, being a fetish. What is it, yeah. What's your no, pickup line? Literally. What's your pickup line? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, right. Yeah. Uh, you've been working. You said you've been working out. Can yeah, you yeah, pick yeah. up a woman. Actually, can you lift a woman? Yeah. A, a, a full size woman. If I do, a, if I do a fireman's carry, yes. 
That's uh, you. Okay. Well, that's do you think you, do you think you you can? I, I weigh 120 pounds. Can you bench press me? Yes. Wow. Yeah, I bench 215 right I now. I mean, so yeah. How about that? Huh? <laughs> I think we should. All right. So what's your what's your lines? What are you, what are your door fl- like? What are your my number your my number one lines? pickup line? And this is something that I've actually told other guys that they could use as well. Is you mean other dwarf guys? No, any guy. Oh, okay. Yeah, oh, nice. Yeah, okay. You, I'm listening. You guys can use this. You tell a woman that you're a, you're you're a great girl and you're pretty, but you're just not my type. And uh, that play with her head. Yeah, that works for me, and it maybe works for me being a dwarf, especially because then they look at me and go, "Wait, I'm hot. I'm not this midget's type." What? What? And it's, it, it's like a Jedi mind trick to them. Then they have to. Well, yeah. It's it's uh, reverse psychology. Well, what I mean though, really, is what. Pickup lines do you use that involve your dwarfism? Mm. Mm. Um, have you ever seen a dwarf penis? <laughs> mm-hmm. That's usually a good line. Do they ever say yes? Uh, no, <laughs> they almost oh, right. ne- they, right. they, they, they they almost never say that. Oh yeah, I've seen them all the time. Yeah, yeah. Scour the internet for dwarf dick. Fred Weinbach shows me videos of Brad Williams. I don't know if it, hey, you look a lot like that guy. Yeah. <laughs> that, I, that 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 happened once. Uh, do you, do you, does that work? Uh, yeah, because they're because they're curious. Uh, they're, women may not like it to get out there, but they are. But male genitalia does fascinate them the same way uh, breasts fascinate guys. Is that like we could see a million breasts, and then some girl could walk by, and we go, "Yeah, I still want to see her boobs." <laughs> like I've seen a million pairs of tits, but I still want to see that pair of tits that I have not seen. What if I've only seen eleven? You, you're, then then you want to see twelve. Awesome. So, yeah, so the more the more really unique good. the penis is, the more they're interested. Yeah, I mean, and I, I think. And I, I, women, look, I hate to ask this question because sure. it seems like the question that everybody would want to ask. A dwarf, I think I know where this is. But going. it's like, do dwarf penises look different than average? I don't know because I don't look at a lot of other male penises. Yeah, you, 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 they're, they're you Puerto Rican. You, but you Just, said you only watch porn that's not right. um, that's not dwarf porn, so you okay, must see a lot true. of penises there. I'm, yeah, I'm sure true. you've seen many penises. I've seen a, I've seen a plethora Thank of penises. You. Thank you. And uh, <laughs> no, I don't. I mean, it, it's different than porn star penis because it's not. That's true. Nine, that's true. That's true. Nine inches long and black. That's true. Uh, well, that's true. hey, speak for yourself. All right. I mean, <laughs> careful. But uh, you toured with um, used to open for. Carlos Mencio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. And um, did you, did opening for him, did, was that an opportunity for you to meet women? Yeah. It, it, because it, because it, you were on a, a, a very well-known comedian's sure. bill. Yeah, th- that and being on the TV show helped. And the fact that uh, Mencia, uh on, on tour, he's married, so he couldn't get laid. He, he, he couldn't get women. But he had this fascination with getting me laid. And he knew he, he would do that oh, what, nice. to, to live vicariously through you or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he wanted me to have as much sex as possible. Did he also feel that way because you're a dwarf and that had anything to do with it, or did that not have to do with it at all? It just uh, was maybe more... I don't know, but he would definitely look at, like. And he also knew the story about how I lost my virginity and all that, and he knew that. What was the story? I lost my virginity when I was 20. I was dating. By the way, that to me that's early. I think that's an early age. Oh really? Yeah, oh, I think that's young. I think okay. that's quite young. Yeah. Okay, well, cool. Lots of um, lots of men and women in their 20s that are still virgins mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe in their 30s too <laughs> maybe and 40s too maybe those who have podcasts that are that sure, are maybe debuting right now possible <laughs> yeah not let's not exclude the possibility <laughs> uh possibility endless absolutely so that woman uh that 
particular woman broke my heart pretty bad. Why? And uh, she because left she left me when I started doing stand up more seriously. She uh-huh. was she was with me before she that. She wanted more of a commitment. Yeah. And you couldn't. And I was like, I'm on the road all the time. She's yeah. like, why don't you stay home? I can't stay yeah. home. It's my job. So uh-huh. uh, well, you kind of broke her heart first, then, didn't you? I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so Mencia felt bad about that because essentially the job broke up the relationship. So uh-huh. he, so, so, uh-huh. he, so, so he, he wanted to turn that into a, a, a business. Yeah. He's turning tricks, making some money. <laughs> sure. Brad's um, so he would. He really tried to get me laid a lot, and uh, there, it was it, like rather be telling women that all right first you gotta have sex with brad then you could have sex with me then he leaves and just does just leaves the room and doesn't come back mm-hmm. uh that would happen there would be times when he would say hey use my hotel room which is the like which, which is like the suite or like use use my dressing room there there was one all right there there was one occasion where um I did he ever bring you on stage to have sex with somebody and said <laughs> have sex on stage no, that, while during his set? No, that that never happened. Although I did once have sex on the side of the stage while he was on stage, <laughs> so the audience couldn't see me, but he did. You had sex with him, not with him. I mean, you had sex with him <laughs> on the stage. I think I got the job. I no. mean, you you had you had sex with a girl mm-hmm. um, on the side of the stage where people couldn't see you, but he could see you. Right. This was in Birmingham. How, did yeah. that trip him up on his set or what? Yes. And what did he do during his set? Did he, he start laughing? Yeah, he, he just he just kept laughing and kept looking directly at me. How were you able to maintain an <laughs> erection with him doing a show and you know looking at you and kind of laughing and stuff? Because the girl was hot. <laughs> so uh-huh. it, it and he's driven by danger. <laughs> you were holding a machete the whole time. I how, remember how, the story. How was the girl not? I mean, you're used to be on stage. You know, you're, sure. you're kind of you know that that's how was the girl not um, self conscious about being seen by. Mencia. Oh, it was her idea. Oh. Her idea. Yeah, huh? I was like, let's go to the. the let's and, go to and, the back. And, and who was this background. girl? What's her name? Uh, her name was. <laughs> Did you forget? No, I still know ladies. it. I still know it. It's uh, it's Morgan. How old was she? Um, I don't know the age, but it was in Birmingham, Alabama. How old do you think she at was? At the, the Astrodome, or whatever it's called. Star, 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 dome. star yeah. Dome, yeah. Is it at star the Comedy dome. Locker? <laughs> the, hippo, the Hippodrome? You know, the the uh, Star Dome in Birmingham, Alabama, on the left side of the and stage. And so he's watching you have sex on the side of the stage. Yes. And uh, did he start commenting on it? Yes. And that didn't wasn't at all embarrassing to you. Not to me. I, well, like I, I was laughing, but you, he, I he's, 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 he's really telling a sold out audience of like four hundred people that Brad, the guy that you saw earlier before me, is boning some really hot chick on the side of the stage right now. How did you? You were laughing. Yeah. While maintaining an erection. <laughs> yes. How does how is this possible? I was twenty two. You could be running a marathon while like watching Twilight and not lose an erection. That's a big deal, by the so. way. The Twilight thing is <laughs> yes. a huge deal. That's a boner. Are you yeah. are you good at being boner outside boner. of your head? What? <laughs> are you good at being outside of your head? I mean, are you good at being more sort of in touch with your body rather than being th- too thinking? I you know? have no idea. It, it seems like you are I- able well, to be more in your body than in well, your Well, because for me, whatever I'm experiencing is normal, so I don't know what normal is. No, what I mean is is you're not, you're not going to... Any kind of weird neuro- neuroses that is, might happen from having sex on the side of the stage while Mencia is looking at you and right. talking about it and you're laughing about it, that that didn't allow you to get out of you know uh, the the moment of sex and having an erection no, it, and things it, like that. It it it, it didn't. I was yeah. I, I was enjoying the moment too much. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you wow. had yeah, amazing. So you had that. And uh, did you finish? No, not on the side of the stage because I didn't. 
I wouldn't know. Like I, I thought that'd be. Was that girl drunk? By the way. Yes. Oh. <laughs> Were you me. drunk? No, I was fine. Mm-hmm. I, I I don't drink when I'm performing or even really after because. I don't know. I'm 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 not I'm not I'm not a big drinker because I have control issues. So I don't do that. But also because if you have one shot, I mean gone. I've seen you. He's gone. Done. Like I'm like, hey Brad, this girl offered me a shot. Do you want one, man? And he's like, what, man? I just uh, like you smell it. You're yeah. drunk. Half a shot of Nyquil. I'm gone. Yeah, would yeah. you <laughs> Would you oftentimes have sex in front of Carlos Mencia? <laughs> I, I, I only did it twice. What uh, was the other time? The, the other the other the other time was unintentional. The other, the other time I you didn't know you didn't what, what happened you didn't know. Well, here, what do you mean unintentional? Here's what happened: we were doing a show at the, I believe it was the Shoreline Amphitheater, which is in San Jose. Sure, yeah, mm-hmm. um, it's a large arena, and it was, it was the Wild ninety four nine Comedy Jam. And that particular show is like it's like six or seven major headliners on the show. So you, I think on that show was like was like Mencia, it was Gabriel Iglesias, it was Lisa Lampanelli, it was uh, Tracy Morgan, and like other, you know, big name. Mark Curry. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Coop was on the show. Hanging Absolutely. with the Coop. The Coop. Yeah. The Coop. Uh, I love the Coop. Julia White opened. It was great. Oh, nice. uh, so there was all, there, and I met this girl because I had, uh, Mencia put me on the show like either first or second. Mm-hmm. So, I had met this girl because I'd walked out to see the show. Things started getting interesting. It was made apparent to me that sex was going to happen or was on the table. We said to find a place. Now, I didn't have a dressing room. I had nowhere to go. But I knew that Mencia's dressing room, he probably wasn't in it because uh, he had said something that he was going to be off somewhere else. So I go, okay, let's go to Mencia's dressing room. So we go in and, un- and Mencia was in the bathroom. At the time, with the door closed. So when he comes out... And you didn't know this either. I didn't know this. Okay. So when he comes out, he sees me and the girl getting busy, and he's a damn good wingman. He didn't want to interrupt, so he went right back in the bathroom, but I found this out later, actually kept the door open. Uh, like, he cracked it open a little bit so, so he could watch. <laughs> okay, so he was... Hiding in the bathroom, yeah, while you had sex with this woman, yes, and he wasn't. Um, so, okay, so he wasn't. Okay, he was hiding in the bathroom, yes, <laughs> and he's watching, yeah, and he told you this afterwards, yes, or did he pop out? No, 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 he did not pop out. Yeah, he, he did not. Uh, that would have been you a finished. Severe, yeah, he stayed in there the entire time like a champion. <laughs> Do you think that if you knew he was in there watching you? Mm-hmm. Do you think you would have acted differently? Uh, I've like flexed more, like you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. like, just started like, just like right. lifting a weight S- while you're said, said 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 more manly yeah, things, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. said complimentary things about him. Yeah, yeah, man. <laughs> like, like, oh, so happy is... to be on this tour. He's such a great person. I'm killing that pussy like Mencia kills audiences. Yeah, yeah, exactly. sucking up to him more. <laughs> Did you notice Probably. his new haircut? It's so fantastic. Okay. Yeah. 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 I mean, he, yeah, it's like oh, you know, it's like oh, girl, you you smell so good. You smell almost as good as Carlos. And see <laughs> Damn girl. Damn good dirty talk. Mm. Girl, I'm feeling you almost as much as Carlos, I feel Carlos Mencia's comedy and, and his whole everything about him. I almost wish you did know that he was in there because then you probably would have been doing these things regardless. Yes, like right. you would have been, it would have been an inside okay, joke between but, you. But and I guess what you were you. Uh, what I'm really getting at is, um, were you embarrassed at all that he had watched you? No, because this was after the uh, side of the stage incident. So he's like, ah, but 
Not that he hasn't seen before. You, you, you've worked up to it at this yeah, point. Yeah, yeah, He's already exactly. seen you do it before. Yeah, it's fine. But I guess you were kind of showing, it was a joke almost that you were doing on the side of the stage. This time, it wasn't a joke. You no. were just doing this. Yeah. I yeah. mean, I, sex, I mean, maybe not, I, can be a very intimate thing. And sure. I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, maybe, Se- maybe there was a, girls such in a comedy in, club green room is a very intimate thing. Sure. She's no, it's a very super. special, it's a special <laughs> wo- moment in a woman and a man's life you see, to do that. And you, you see, young, you, you see, my son, when a man, Gives a woman Jaeger. <laughs> what, but but what I mean is is uh, him watching that intimate moment that didn't at all freak you out no, at all. No, no. you were uh, totally okay with it. That was all right. It was fine. It was uh-huh. fine. I mean, I, I I don't know what he would think about it. I don't know what would possess him to really watch it. I I mean, I would like to ask him. I can call him. Can we can we call, can we get him on the line? Maybe I don't know. I got his, I got his number. I'll call him. I'm just so curious, aren't you, Tom? Yeah, there's a lot of questions. I actually, I mean, I wanna, actually, there's going, a lot of questions what, okay, I want to hear. Let's Brent let's asks. let's okay. Before we call him, let's take another break. Okay, okay, okay. and uh, and then I'll we'll come back the hopefully with Carlos Mencia. Maybe we'll get him on the line. Okay, okay. This is Brent Weinbach, and we're back with <clears> Brad <throat> Williams. I'm here with Tom Vrab. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, now we're about to call Carlos Mencia to hear his perspective. Um, on on watching Brad have sex with a woman in his dressing room yeah. while he was hiding in the bathroom. Okay, yeah. I'm very curious. I'd really love to know his perspective on that. You know what he was feeling. I mean, what, what did he feel? Did he feel? What did he? What was he? Did he feel turned on? Was he? Sure, you know, sure, sure. Okay, so we're save gonna call him right it. now. Save yeah, let's say, we'll save, save the questions. Let's call him right now. Hopefully, we can get him. Mm-hmm. Fingers are crossed. Mm-hmm. Hopefully this works out. Hello. Hey, Ned. Yo. Hey, it, it's uh, it's uh, Brad Williams. Cool. What up, dog? <laughs> hey, man. Uh, I, I mean, I called you Ned. That's your that's your real name. That's why I called you that. Uh, but that's not a secret, so no no big deal. Uh, I'm here doing a podcast. Hey, buddy, by the way. That's my Instagram handle, by the way. My real name is Ned. <laughs> oh, 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 yeah. Oh, really? Actually, yeah, I've seen that. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Uh, I'm here doing a podcast with comedians uh, Brent Weinbach and uh, Tom Vrab. And uh, I started telling the story about that one day when uh, you were in your dressing room and you were in like the bathroom or something, and then I came in and you were the best wingman ever because uh, I came in with a girl and then you didn't come out of the bathroom because you knew that you would interrupt the moment and you like stayed and actually kind of watched uh, watch midget sex go down <laughs> and uh, well, it, was, it, was, it was creepy bro what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, hi this is Brent um, what did you okay was it was there never an opportunity to just say hey guys I'm sorry I just gotta get out of here real quick or did you want to stay and watch it <laughs> No, there wasn't, because what happened is, it was, uh, envision a trailer with only one door to go in, and the bathroom, the complete opposite side <laughs> of the trailer, of the door to walk in. Right. So I'm in the bathroom, and I hear the door open. And, I mean, it's literally immediate, right? I mean, they jump, I they jump. wash my head. And I open the door, literally seconds, this dude is a sitting, uh, standing on a couch. <laughs> and uh, she, she's bending over. So I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> so I closed the door immediately. 
quickly, you know, and I'm just like, what do I do? <laughs> and then I heard, I heard a zipper. I swear to God, I heard the zipper. Uh-huh. A second, and then I heard it go, oh my God, really? And that was Brad saying that, right? No, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, in, okay, wait. So at first, I wish, though, that was her. And at, and at that yeah. point, I, I obviously wanted to look, but I couldn't because <laughs> you just don't know, like how flat you know. You don't know if that's a chick that he got in there. That's like, oh fuck it, I'm gonna do it, or if it's some old milf that's like, you know, bring it on, bitch. I don't care. Watch. You just don't know who that person is. <laughs> right. so you can't go out because it might be one of those situations where you go in. Or you walk by and she's like, I don't care. Or it might be one of those like, oh my god, I can't believe it. Sorry, I can't. Okay. You, you, you just don't know. Right. Okay. You don't so, want to screw it up for so your right. You didn't want to. You, you didn't want to ruin the moment for him. It could have ruined the moment if you walked out. Now you had the opportunity to. Like maybe turn the faucet, or I don't know, or just you know try to block it out, keep the door closed and blocked up. But you it became interested and you wanted to sort of see what was going on a little bit. <laughs> well, I mean, no, you just can't make any noise at that point because it's the same thing. You know what I mean? You make noise. She's like, "Who's in the bathroom?" And all of a sudden, it stops. But but so you, yeah, I I I had to be like the little kid, you know. <laughs> In, in, in the closet going, oh, my mom couldn't find me and beat my ass. That, that's exactly what it was like. But you, didn't you start, didn't you start watching, watching, didn't you take, uh, crack the door open so you could watch a little bit? Yeah, at first, because it's like, hey, I wonder what it's like to see a midget bang. And then when you see it, you're like, what the fuck was I thinking? Okay, so you only watched it for a little bit and then you close the door. Well, yeah. It, I literally watched it for half a second and then <laughs> just was like, my eyes! It's kind of like when someone says, hey, I've, I've seen this video. It's called Two Girls, One Cup. It's two girls uh, shitting in a cup and then drinking it. Do, do you want to see it? And you can't say no. You have, right. you have, you have to said say no yes. for a while, but you're right. Yeah, yeah. And eventually it comes up. <laughs> okay. Now, but we're, now, did you, like, were you at, at all, was there anything at all sort of sexually exciting about watching <laughs> this happen or, or this whole situation? No, because not really. I mean, oh, so even, the only so a little thing bit. about it was like, you know, it's not even that. It's like, it's like, way to go, bro. I mean, that was that, that's all it was for me. Because it was just more of a feeling of, of pride. Did you at all? You didn't. You did. You must have felt kind of. Did you not feel creepy about that? Just sort of standing there waiting for that to be over, or even taking the peek for thirty seconds. <laughs> I thought honestly. I felt the pride. I right. felt the sense of pride. Okay. Because I was headlining that show, and that show had 20,000 people in it, yep. and a lot of really great comedians. And I was, you know, I, I was basically at the time the headliner of that big show. And I remember feeling a sense of pride of like, man, Carlos Lencia is hiding in the bathroom like a little bitch so his dwarf friend can get laid. Right, That's right. That's a cool story. Right, you just, it felt more like just uh, like an admirable thing rather than like a creepy kind of thing, I guess, yeah. <laughs> And, yeah, exactly. And yeah. I'm lucky to have uh, I'm, I'm lucky to have Mincy as a friend because, as you've heard, he's the best wingman on the planet. So I don't know I don't know too many other guys that would do that for their friend uh, and listen to that 
you know, just listen to that go down. So that was uh, very, very admirable and uh, mad props. And thank you very thank, much. Thanks so much. Thanks for so much for uh, letting us call you and uh, and and for uh, sharing your perspective on the the Brad incident. No problem. And if you ever, if you ever want some more embarrassing stuff on Brad, please. Uh, <laughs> we just call in on, uh, on different podcasts with different people. We'll just have stories about Brad <laughs> right. interjected by Carlos Mencia. That would be the best. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Amenity. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, yeah. Let's do it again sometime, guys. <laughs> Thanks, Ned. Thanks, thanks a lot. Thank you so much. Bye. See ya. Bye, buddy. <laughs> So wow, they, I'm, so I'm, I'm, you know, I'm okay. That's interesting because it's like so. Instead of feeling creepy about it, right? Yeah. He just straight up felt proud. He felt like yeah. I'm, I'm the man right now. I'm, I, I had this huge show in front yeah. of all these people, yeah, sure and you. you know, headlined it, mm-hmm. and I'm, and I've got, and then now for my buddy, I'm hanging sure. out, like hiding in the in the in the bathroom. No one can ever accuse Carlos Mencia of being a diva. Because he hid in a bathroom so his so his midget friend could could, could get laid. Could That's use crazy. his room prolific. That's crazy. Yeah. That's it's, crazy. Yeah, so that those those are the kind of stories that happened that, that, that happened to me on the road. I, I love that he had other stories yes. that you didn't mention. Yes. Which makes me have right. more questions. <laughs> That's why I think it would be such That's a great thing. Called. That's why the podcast might just be called Back to Brad. Yeah, back to Brad. Just- <laughs> Brad to Brad with Brent Weinbach. Hey, call yeah. me whenever you guys are yeah. having We'll, we'll call guests. Brad to call Carlos <laughs> and have him interject stories throughout the rest of your interviews. Um, I wanted to kind of wrap this up, but I, sure. the, the, I just wanted to ask one other quick thing real quick mm-hmm. was about those going back to those conventions real yeah, quick. Yeah, yeah. Um, you, you said that there's workshops on how to like wipe, you say? Like wipe when you're going to the bathroom yeah. as you said that? Yeah, like, what, what does that mean? Is it hard to wipe as, as a dwarf? Yeah. 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 Well, uh, for some, like for me, I'm still good because like I, I, I got small arms <laughs> You had formal training. Yeah, small arms and a flexible back. But some uh, some dwarfs don't have arms that they literally don't have arms that can reach. Uh. So they have to come up with these little contraptions oh, wow. that can wipe their ass. And, and some of them look downright archaic, like a oh, m- medieval torture device. Like this one, this one because nothing's commercialized yet, right? It's not right. Like something that you see at a one o'clock. Yeah, like yeah, there's certain morning, like, there's certain things that, that you can put on your own toilet that are really fancy and yeah. comfortable and fine like that. Yeah. Then the stuff that you got to take on the road the, the thing i'm talking about is there there's really like a wooden rod a metal hook on the end of it oh and then you wrap the toilet paper around the metal Jesus. hook wow and then hope that it doesn't pierce through yeah that sounds very <laughs> but wait d- that must not do a thorough enough job right no are there a lot of are there are there like dwarves that have do that kind of have like you know the smell and stuff. <laughs> Are the doors that smell because of it? Because their butts aren't wiped through. I, I that could very well be the case. Uh-huh. Uh, wow, I'm that's a thing sure. that must be I, really I, difficult to live with. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah. So if you ever see a dwarf with really small arms, just kind of be like, just be, be aware of that. Right. You'd like, you don't want him to valet park your car. <laughs> Not that he would be able to in the first place. But, True, um, but exactly. Now and and then and, and what were the other workshop activities? Real quick again. Oh, uh, there's just I mean there's there's just like new life experiences. Like hey, I've, I'm I'm about to have a kid. What what is what is that going to be like? Uh, how how is having a dwarf child like when when, when you're a pregnant dwarf? How how is that different? Anything I should yeah. know? Like just life experiences where people can come in and talk about what they've gone through and then uh, hopefully relate that and. So you have a little better idea of what you're getting into. That which specific ones did you speak at, though? Did you say you spoke at two? Uh, yeah, but yeah. I mean, like about what? I went to the high school one. Uh-huh. I'm just like, hey, this is what high school's like. Uh-huh. Uh, I went to that oh, one, okay. and then I went to one that was just kind of. 
that was said, like, how can you use your dwarfism to your advantage? Like, what are the good what are the good parts about oh, being nice. a dwarf? You and can have sex in public. Right. You can, you know, <laughs> yeah. tour. On the side of a stage with Carlos Mencia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, can, you can tour for Carlos Mencia or tour with Carlos Mencia. You know, you can, that can uh, happen, guys. Living the dream. You can provide him with stories. Living <laughs> the even dream. Even you don't recollect Absolutely. talking about a podcast. Um, yeah. Well, look, I, I, uh, look, we can keep talking for on and on about sure. um, dwarfism and, and Akon and pseudo-Akon and, yeah. um, you know, and, and various women and Carlos Mencia and things like that that yeah. but um but um look i, w- I want to thank you so much for talking about what you have talked about it's been fun and man. that you uh and and for uh getting the, the call in with uh with carlos <laughs> that was really insightful i think uh for not just for me but for our listeners and for tom yes no very much i'm learning every second i'm learning something new and um is there anything that you want to plug or anything or? uh if you guys uh like me you can listen to my podcast it's uh my, my podcast is called about last night it's on the GoCast network but it's about last night but yeah but it's all, but it's also available on iTunes and Stitcher. And follow me on Twitter at Funny Brad. Mm-hmm. There you go. And uh, and also follow uh, my name. My real name is Ned on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, right? yeah. And also um, and Ned. Tom, is there anything you want to mention? Um, I, I love you guys a lot. <laughs> very like, good. Pure love. I just love you. Guys. Thank you, Tom. And oh, and Brad is very attractive. Uh, <laughs> By the way, also, I, I I don't think we covered that because we were talking about character traits, and you were saying like, oh, uh, you did they, all... looks, they have similar features. Yeah, all yeah. dwarves have similar similar features. They look like comes from the same family. But Brad is just he is a good he's looking fit. dude. He's fit. He's very Sexy fit. Bitch. He's yeah. swole. He's looking swole right he's looking now. Swole. Bro. He can bench press bench press me. He can bench press one and a half Brent wine box. Yeah, that's he's looking real swole right now. Well, thank you, Brent, and uh, I've had a great time on your podcast. And thank you for doing it with your pants off, man. I mean, we really appreciate yeah. no problem. Semi- my nude. Bought the body shots were fun during, yeah. during the breaks. And uh, to close this podcast, can I get a real quick flick, real quick, on your little on your little young boy? No, no, no. Here, it's out. It's out. Here, go for it. Ow! Man, oh, man. Right. That, that was your penis Woo! made is made of titanium. We, 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 we've, we've accomplished everything I wanted to accomplish <laughs> in my life. Perfect. Um, thank you again. My name is Brent Weinbach. Uh, the name of the program so far is uh, Brent Weinbach Interviews. Thank you for listening. Thank you. Good night.